0: Calling all detectives. A mysterious killer is at large in the city, striking down rich and poor alike, and leaving no clue to his identity. Could you catch him? That is the problem on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. I'm Jerry Browning, private detective. Don't care how savage a criminal I'm up against, just so I know who he is. (coughs) Dr. Waite speaking. Mrs. Danilo in red six. Thank you. Yes, I will attend the autopsy. Dr. Waite was superintendent of Memorial Hospital in suburban Ridge Heights. When he put down the phone and turned to me, his face was white. Another death, Mr. Browning? I tried to look at the thing coldly. Dr. Wade, isn't it possible that you're getting worked up about these deaths without actual justification? After all, a certain number of people who come to a hospital die in the normal course of events. Dr. Wade shook his head. You don't understand, Mr. Browning. In a hospital this size, we can chart the probable mortality rate from a combination of all causes. When that mortality rate jumped sharply in the absence of epidemics, Then, Mr. Browning... Something is dreadfully wrong. Dr. Wade winced as his bell signal sounded again. Mr. Browning, I've reached the point where I'm afraid to pick up the phone. I am convinced that somebody is killing people here in a way I have never encountered before. I beg of you, Mr. Browning, find that killer. and the death rate at a hospital suddenly increased. The hospital superintendent hired me to find a possible killer within the hospital. Mr. Browning, in my 15 years' experience, I have never met anything like this. These people who have died. Some are rich, some poor. They're old and they're young. All of them had specific, serious ailments to which we can point. Yet, in a large percentage of the cases... Those ailments should not have been fatal. Dr. Waite, you don't have a single employee or staff person who could have had contact with every one of the people whose deaths you suspect. I'm convinced that the killer is someplace at large, either in Ridge Heights or in the city. Later, I walked into my office one evening, slept down at my desk, and was just about ready to admit I was late. I'd been checking into the lives of some of the people whose deaths were considered mysterious. It was like trying to fit together pieces from a bunch of mixed-together jigsaw puzzles. Absolutely nothing made any sense. Why should a middle-aged retired banker and a 30-year-old wife of a day laborer die on the same day for reasons that nobody could fathom? I was just about ready to call up the newspapers and announce that some kind of a maniac was at large. I knew only too well what kind of a panic that would start. And in my heart, I didn't believe in the maniac theory, any more than I believed that hospital personnel were in any way responsible. Finally, I decided on one last attempt to crack the mystery. To take two isolated examples, the retired banker and the laborer's wife and to trace every minute of the last week they lived before entering the hospital. Because, so far as I could learn, that was the only thing both the banker and the laborer's wife had done in common. They didn't live in the same district, they certainly didn't eat at the same places, they didn't know any of the same people. But each had, for a totally different reasons, ridden to the city and back on the Ridge Heights streetcar. It certainly wasn't much of a clue, but it was the only one I'd found in weeks. Ridge Heights is across the river, and to get there, the streetcar goes through a tunnel under the river, maybe half a mile long. The total time in the tunnel I clocked was not over one minute. I must have taken 20 rides on that street now back and forth without the remotest idea of what I was looking for until at 5.30 that afternoon. <laughs> After we'd been in the tunnel five minutes, I asked the conductor about the delay. The traffic pile up. Orders from the bridge overhead cross the tunnel exit make a traffic jam. Once in a while hold us up as much as 10 minutes with its three, four freak guys in the tunnel. First time was opened up, up only three months ago to speed traffic. But they want to fix the approaches, too. I nodded, went back to my feet. Swallowed to equalize the pressure on my ears. Pressure? Could that possibly be the answer? I knew that men drive at the bend as a result of underwater pressure, but that was men who worked hundreds of feet down under terrific pressures. Yep. just didn't seem to be any other answer. Mr. Browning, I've checked your theory. It's fantastic, but it's true. Doctor, there were 50 people in that street car easily. If the pressure in that tunnel can kill people, why'd there have been only a handful of deaths instead of wholesale slaughter? Because, Mr. Browning, it's required an extraordinary combination of circumstances. First, normally healthy people are not affected by moderate changes of air pressure. So, it first required a quite sick person, such as were all of those who died. Then, such a person had to be present in the streetcar at a time it was delayed for a prolonged period in the tunnel. And finally, such a person must have indulged in unusual physical exertion, such as a long walk, shortly thereafter. Well, that was a lot of things to put together. But if you're dealing with large enough numbers of people, you can get any fake combination of circumstances, even a sweepstakes winner. New autopsies verified the presence of liquid nitrogen in the bloodstreams of the victims. And that was the mysterious killer. That was many years ago. The approaches to the Ridge Heights Tunnel have long since been straightened out. And these days, underwater tunnels operate on far less pressure than they did at that time. I've never since run into a similar case. But, like I said, there's no killer so savage as the impersonal combination of freak circumstances that can kill you just as thoroughly as though it did it on purpose. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective.